0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Privacy Pals with Jaylee Postalway and Kenzie Callio. Privacy Pals is a podcast where we will share information surrounding digital privacy in the 21st century. My name is Kenzie Callio and I will be your host for today. In today's episode, you'll be listening in on the interview that I'll be having with Angela Cristelli. She's a junior psychology major here at Emporia State University and today I want to get her perspective on what privacy online means and how she views that in her own life. In this episode, I'll be asking her questions about her online activity and let her discuss a little bit more about how she feels about privacy and surveillance. So thanks for being here with us, Angela. Yeah, it's good to be here. Um, So how's your semester going?
1: Oh, it's going well so far. Um, I have been struggling a little bit with everything being online, but I think overall things are going well. Well, I'm glad you bring up uh, the online portion of that because that's what we're going to be
0: talking about today, um, our privacy online. So before the show, we had Angela fill out a Google form to get more information about how she views privacy, and we'll just go over her answers really quick. So we asked her what social media platforms she uses most, and she said her top ones were Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. We asked if she has any of her accounts accounts set to private, and she said only a couple of them. We asked her, what does privacy mean to you? And she said, it is important to me to know who is viewing my stuff online because I don't just want anyone knowing what I am doing with my life or online. We asked her, do you read the terms of service before creating an account on a new app? And she said, no. And... She had no additional concerns revol- revolving privacy online, so we'll get into the discussion. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then you can just answer as openly and honestly as you as you please. Um, so, has privacy online ever really been a concern to you before coming onto this podcast?
1: Um, I have some issues with like privacy and everything, like concerns and whatnot. Like for example, my Instagram is set to private. Uh, my Facebook has privacy settings, but when it comes to, like, Twitter um, and stuff like that, I don't have um, any, like, secure. I don't take any security measures in that way just because I feel like Facebook and Instagram are more personal, where Twitter is just, like, for fun. So, I don't have, like, a ton of concerns with it, but it would be great to learn more about it. Those are some really great
0: points. Um, So, there's a term called the privacy calculus, which suggests that we often weigh the risks of disclosing personal information against the potential benefits of engaging online or on a particular platform. Benefits would include things like gaining more followers or meeting new people online, while risk could be someone using that information in a way that you were not intending, which would be like selling your information to um, ad buyers or different advertisement agencies or you know somebody like using your pictures um and catfishing somebody else so do you think whether it be consciously or subconsciously you think about the things you share online and if the benefits of what you share outweigh the risks
1: oh yeah for sure i always like before i post on facebook like share different things on facebook or instagram i always think about um how that could affect my life if someone got a hold of it um who i didn't want to get a hold of it um also on Twitter even even though I don't have any like privacy settings set, I always think about like who who's following me, who I'm following and like how that could affect their life and how they could use that potentially against me in the future.
0: That's a great answer. Um so there's one more term that I wanted to talk about and this one is called the privacy paradox, which refers to the gap between our attitudes about privacy and our behaviors. So, for example, you say that you're highly concerned about privacy, but then you click accept on the terms of service without even reading them. Do you think that's something that you fall into?
1: Um, Absolutely. I don't think I have ever read the terms of service uh, whenever downloading a new app or doing anything like that. I think something that really drives me away is um, how long it is, and I just say accept just to get to what I was wanting to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that you're alone in that. I think that most people fall into the privacy paradox. And I mean, the terms of service seem like something that only attorneys could understand. And so it's hard. It's easy to get lost in that. And it's way too long and people don't want to read them. So you're definitely not alone in the fact that you don't always read them. I mean, I don't always read them I'd read them more before or after taking classes here at ESU um, concerning technology and privacy online. Um, But before this, I had never really cared about what I was accepting. So Um, next, I want to talk about um, TikTok's Terms of Service, um, which is actually really interesting. I learned about this in another class that I did um, in the past. And I'm just going to bring this up really fast and talk to our users a little bit. And I want to just, just share some information that they have um, on here for you guys. So they have a topic, what information do we collect? And it says, we collect information when you create an account and use the platform. We also collect information you share with us from third-party social network providers and technical and behavior information about your use of the platform. We also collect information contained in the messages you send through our platform and information from your phone book. If you grant us access to your phone book on your mobile device. More information about the categories and sources of information is provided below. So then they provide that information. Um, They say that they obtain information from other sources. Um, So, including social media, they say if you choose to link or sign up using your social network such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Google, we may collect information from these social media services, including your contact lists for these services and information relating to your use of the platform in relation to these services. They also use third-party services. Um, They collect information about publicly available sources. Um, so here's some information that they collect automatically as soon as you sign up. Um, they collect any anything regarding your use of the platform or any content that you generate through and broadcast on the platform. They collect device information including your IP address, um, unique device identifiers, the model of your device, your mobile carrier, your time zone, setting, screen resolution, operating system, app and file names and types, keystroke patterns or rhythms, and platform. They also collect your location, including um, location information based on your SIM card or IP address. They collect your messages, um, which includes scanning and analyzing information you provide in the context of composing, sending, or receiving messages through the platform's messaging functionality. So as you can tell, TikTok create, or collects a lot of information um, whenever you sign up for their app. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is just because TikTok is such a new platform and it's gained a lot of popularity in the past few years. Um, so I feel like this is important. A lot of people have TikTok. As we're going through this, it takes like 30 seconds to scroll all the way down to the bottom, which means there's a lot, a lot of information on here. So it's understandable that people don't want to read the entire thing, but it is important that you know what you're signing up for when you sign up for the app. I wanted to remind you all that the Google Form Angela filled out is in the show notes, if you're curious of what you would answer. We would love to have you fill it out and provide us with any feedback that you have. Thanks. Now back to the show. So, I wanted to offer some tips to Angela and listeners whose thoughts about privacy online are similar. So, some recommendations I have for individuals regarding their privacy would be to read the terms and conditions before signing up for anything. Make sure that you know what you're agreeing to. I would also suggest to make sure that you are not sharing your location. A lot of apps will track your location while using the app and it's easy to forget that you are sharing that. Is that something that you've thought about before reading this information today?
1: I have thought about it. I, Whenever it asks me, do you want to share a location, I usually say no, just because I know that if someone were to get a hold of that or, like, hack my account, they could potentially find me, and that is something that scares me.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, So my last suggestion would be to make sure that your attitude and your actions about privacy online line up. It's really easy to fall into the privacy paradox, which, as a reminder, is the difference between our attitudes and beliefs about privacy online.
1: Um, So, Angela, did you learn anything today during our podcast? I did. I learned that it's super important to be reading the um, terms of service and privacy policies whenever you sign up for anything, even though it might take a little longer than you might want. Um, But I think it's important to do that in order to protect yourself and protect um, others around you. Absolutely. Um, So
0: do you think that you're going to be making any changes to any of your social media accounts after this podcast?
1: Yeah, I might go into Facebook and even I do have TikTok. I just don't use it very much. I might go in and Um, change some of my privacy settings, Um, but as for Twitter, I don't really post anything personal on there, so I might just leave that one alone. Sounds great. So now's the time to talk about any exciting future episodes that we
0: have coming up. Um, Our next episode is going to be Jaylee will have a singular podcast where she discusses some research that we have done throughout the course of this semester and just apply that to what all we've been talking about. Angela, thanks so much for coming on to our podcast. I've enjoyed having you in our conversation today.
1: Yes, thank you for having me. It was a great time. If any of you listeners have any questions about what was
0: talked about today, feel free to contact me at kkallio at g.emporia.edu. And don't forget to fill out the Google form and check out our additional resources in the show notes. Tune in next time to hear Jaylee's episode about research this semester.